Alright everyone and welcome to another episode of the Dan Sensei English Podcast. The podcast where we try to learn English but have a bit of fun while we're doing it. English don't need to be boring. It can be entertaining, it can be fun. And that's why I'm trying to make English fun. Anyway, if you're new here, welcome. My name is Dan and I'm an English teacher. And if you're not new here, well, nice to see you again. So guys, how are you doing today? Hopefully you're doing pretty well. It's actually the day before Christmas, Christmas Eve, when you're listening to this. Well, when I release this, I don't know when you're listening to this. I can't see into the future. But I'm releasing this on Christmas Eve, which means it's the day before Christmas. And yeah, people are getting festive, I think. Not where I live particularly, but generally the world is getting pretty festive. Christmas songs are playing in every market and every shop that you go to. Advertisements on TV have all got Santa Claus in it and all that stuff. So, yeah, hopefully you're gearing up for Christmas or, I don't know, if you don't celebrate Christmas, you're probably not that interested. <laughs> and to be honest, I'm not that interested either. Some people love it, some people don't, and that's life. But regardless if you celebrate or don't celebrate, I hope you have a nice holiday period. With all that out of the way, let's jump into today's topic, shall we? The topic for today's podcast is all about phrasal verbs. Over the last month, there's been a couple of episodes about different phrasal verbs. You know, phrasal verbs with come or phrasal verbs with get right and i realized that i haven't actually really talked much about phrasal verbs you know like what are they why do you care why are they useful for you i haven't really talked about that stuff and i'm gonna today we're gonna jump into a lot of stuff about phrasal verbs and what you need to know and why they're good and more importantly like how to actually learn and use them because it's not obvious so we're going to go through everything. It's a bit of a longer episode today, so, you know, strap in, get ready. Make sure you've got something to drink while you're listening, because it could be a longer one. Anyway, let's jump in and let's talk about phrasal verbs. First of all, let's talk about why phrasal verbs are so difficult to learn. Sometimes my students say things like this. Why are there so many phrasal verbs in English? I don't get it. And he's got a point, right? In English, there are literally loads of phrasal verbs. Thousands and thousands of combinations of verbs and prepositions and adverbs. And it can get a bit overwhelming for non-native speakers. Not only that, the meanings can be pretty confusing. You can get two different phrasal verbs with the same meaning, like this. Could you fill in this form, please? And could you fill out this form, please? Now, these two different phrasal verbs actually have the exact same meaning. And that can make some people feel like, why, why, why? Not only that, we've got phrasal verbs where one phrasal verb has loads of different meanings. For example, the phrasal verb bring up means to like raise someone like this 
Well, I was brought up by my mom, but bring up can also mean to start talking about a particular topic, like this. Sorry to bring this up again, but I still haven't got that email that you said you'd send last week. Finally, it can also be pretty hard for non-native speakers to guess the meaning of phrasal verbs because most of the time they're not literal, they're idiomatic. Like, take the phrasal verb look down on, right? This doesn't mean that you're like taller than everybody else and you have to move your head down to look at them. That's not what this means. This phrasal verb actually means to disapprove of something like this. My teacher really looks down on students that skip class. All of these factors mean that phrasal verbs are very difficult for you to learn. However, there are loads of reasons you should try and learn phrasal verbs. For example, native speakers use phrasal verbs all the time. And this means you are sure to encounter phrasal verbs, you know, in videos, TV shows, podcasts, books, and conversations with native speakers. So this means that you need to learn them to be able to enjoy those things. Phrasal verbs are used so much by native speakers that if you want to sound fluent like a native, you also need to learn how to use phrasal verbs. One more good thing about phrasal verbs is that you can learn one phrasal verb and you can use that phrasal verb in like different situations to mean different things. So one phrase lets you express yourself in loads of different situations and in loads of different ways. That's pretty efficient. And that's why today I'm gonna give you five tips to help you master phrasal verbs in English. The first thing we should talk about is what is a phrasal verb? A phrasal verb is quite simply the combination of a verb, you know, go or pick or come or something like that with one or two particles. Particles is an English teacher word which means like prepositions in, on and at or adverbs like away, up and over. Then you mix them all together and you end up with things like go away, pick up, come over, like that. Those are phrasal verbs. The next point that you need to be aware of is that phrasal verbs work just like any other multi-word verb. Like you need to conjugate or change the verb depending on the situation. Like check out these examples. So are you picking me up at the station tomorrow? Yeah, I picked up this book at the airport the other day. He's a good student. He always picks up new words from the class really quickly. So the verb changes just like a normal verb, but the particles don't change at all. So that's something you need to be aware of when you're trying to use phrasal verbs. The next tip is for when you are learning new phrasal verbs. One thing you need to know is if the phrasal verb is transitive or intransitive. Some phrasal verbs are transitive, and this means that it needs an object in the sentence to make sense. Let's think about the phrasal verb pick up, right? This phrasal verb means to buy, but you can't just say, oh, I picked up, because I don't know what that means. What did you pick up? You need to tell me, otherwise I just get confused. That's why you need an object with this phrasal verb, like this. Usually I just pick up a sandwich on the way to work. However, in English, we also have intransitive phrasal verbs. 
and this means they don't need an object to make sense. Consider the phrasal verb break down, right? This means that something stops working for some reason. And this doesn't need an object to make sense, like this. So last week, my car broke down on the way to work and I had to take it to the garage for it to be repaired. You need to be careful though, because sometimes phrasal verbs have more than one meaning and one of those meanings is transitive and the other is intransitive. For example, the phrasal verb take off. One meaning for this is to like remove something like clothes. For example, I always take my shoes off before I go into the house. And this is transitive because it needs the object to make sense. Like, what did you take off? In this case, we took off the shoes. If there's no object, it doesn't make sense. However, another meaning for this phrasal verb is like related to airplanes when they leave the runway and fly into the sky. We also say take off. And in this case, it's intransitive. Look at this. My flight takes off from Heathrow at 8 a.m. So in that example, there is no object because it's intransitive. The flight takes off. You don't need the object for it to make sense. So that means take off is transitive and intransitive depending on how you are using it. The next thing you need to think about when you're learning new phrasal verbs are whether they are separable or inseparable, right? In English, we have some that can be separated and some that can't. And understanding which one the phrasal verb you are learning is will help you use it correctly. With separable phrasal verbs, you can actually separate the verb from the particle and you can put the object in the middle or at the end and both ways are okay. Earlier in this video, we looked at the phrasal verb pick up, meaning to buy. This is a separable phrasal verb. Check this. I picked up some new shoes in the sale last week. As you can see, in this case, the object, the shoes, goes after the phrasal verb. However, I picked some new shoes up in the sale last week. We can also put the object in the middle and it still makes sense. There's no difference in the meaning in this case. Be careful with pronouns though. You know, like him, her, it, them. When you want to use these words with a separable phrasal verb, they must go in the middle. Like, I picked them up in the sale last week. Is fine, but you can't say, I picked up them in the sale last week. When it comes to inseparable phrasal verbs, we can't separate the verb and the particles. So the object always goes at the end. Earlier in this video, we looked at the phrasal verb, look down on. And this is inseparable. Like, you can't use it like this. The police look crime down on because it's totally wrong. You need to say this. The police look down on crime. Understanding this stuff is super important when you're learning new phrasal verbs. So please pay attention. Just before we get into the last tip for this video, I want to remind you that you can get a free downloadable cheat sheet with all the information in this video right now by joining the Study Squad newsletter all the details are down below in the description. The final tip I have for you today is about which phrasal verbs you should study, right? There are so many phrasal verbs in English that trying to learn them all is not only pretty difficult, it's also a giant waste of time. 
you need to pick and choose which phrasal verbs you are going to learn. There are a few good ways that you can find new, useful and relevant phrasal verbs to study. One thing you can do is go on the internet and search for something like common phrasal verbs. There's loads of videos and podcasts and blogs and things like that with lists of phrasal verbs that are commonly used in English. If you don't know where to start, something like this would be a good bet. Another thing you can do is learn phrasal verbs that are relevant to your experience and your interest, right? For example, if you're into sports, find phrasal verbs that you can use to talk about sports. If you're really into like shopping or traveling, find phrasal verbs that you can use to talk about those things. Chances are you're going to use them more and remember them for longer because they're related to something that you are actually interested in, you know? What you could do is find like a blog, a video, a podcast, a book or something about a thing that you are interested in, right? Then go through and write down all the phrasal verbs that are used. Then learn those phrasal verbs first. This is good because you're going to learn a lot of new phrasal verbs, but it's also good because you're seeing how the phrasal verbs are used in context, which means it's easier for you to understand. And finally, you could just, you know, go on YouTube and type phrasal verbs with come or phrasal verbs with up. And there are loads of videos by people like me that will show you what the phrasal verbs mean, how you can use them, and even give you examples so that way you can learn the most common phrasal verbs quickly and easily. And that is everything that you need to know about phrasal verbs in English. Once you've got this stuff down and you fully understand it, learning phrasal verbs is going to be so much easier for you. The only thing you really need to do now is start learning them. You know, go find some blogs or some podcasts or YouTube videos or something and start learning some phrasal verbs. There's loads of ways to learn it. I mentioned there in the, the main part about, you know, using blogs or videos about stuff you like to actually practice learning phrasal verbs. It's good because you're going to learn them in context. That's a big thing. With phrasal verbs, there's... Phrasal verbs that have so many different meanings, it's really hard to remember every meaning, right? So don't learn one phrasal verb and every possible meaning for it. The best thing you can do is, for example, if you want to talk about Formula One, let's say you love Formula One racing, learn phrasal verbs to talk about Formula One. Or if you're really into baking, find a video about baking look at the phrasal verbs they use and learn those ones. Learn them in the situation of the thing that you're interested in and they're going to be much easier for you to actually remember and use. So yeah, be sure to do that. Be sure to do that. And of course, on this podcast feed a couple of weeks ago, there was a video all about phrasal verbs and I'm sure when we get into next year, I'll make some more content about phrasal verbs. So be sure to subscribe and make sure you check back for that. Um, but that's basically it for phrasal verbs today. 
there's no podcast next week because it's uh you know new year time so i'm gonna take a week off so i'll be back in the first week of january so until then you know happy new year whatever it is you decide to do be safe enjoy it and i'll see you here again next year but that's everything so thanks for listening today and i'll catch you in the next one